Hello, this is episode 362 of the Profile Psychology Podcast. I'm Nisha Riley. So I'd like to talk about the launch of a creators club that I'm working on with Patreon. There's a lot from the beginning that made me question whether I wanted to do this work through this platform or not. Some of it was the languaging, like the idea of me being a captain, the idea of it being an A-club, A lot of the language, quite frankly, reminds me of white Ivy League fraternities, which is somewhat ironic since the platform supports a lot of creators, many of whom are very unlikely to have ever been through the doors of establishments such as that, and many people who've actually inspired me and created work who wouldn't have wished to be through the doors of such places. I didn't really expect Patreon to take on my idea. I thought that my Patreon was too small. I thought that my idea was too niche. And it's been a really interesting process for me because it's really shown me how people take what I'm saying and sort of contort it and twist it into a very corporate space. And I suppose it's almost been an experience of understanding what happens every time I apply to a literary agent or to a publisher. It reminds me of a variety of experiences I I have. I'm, I'm reminded of a very big platform, actually. I had forgotten that I did this. I reached out to a platform about virtual learning environments and inclusion in, in education on online learning platforms at least a decade ago and the response I got was like oh this will never happen and I'm kind of sitting I was sitting reflecting on this the other day and thinking oh how much has moved in the world since the pando yeah it's 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 been a bit like trying to take my values and my truth and shoot them across the Atlantic with a pea shooter and see if any of them actually make it I guess I'm the way that I work and the way that I, I transmute energy and ideas and change is to actually sit in the gaps. So I sat in the gaps for this whole process rather than running away. And I've, I've been going through a lot of different situations at the moment where I've been sitting in the gap. It's, it's incredibly easy to sit in your own truth and your own blissful environment if you're fortunate enough like me to have that. So it's very easy for me to, to kind of check out from the world and just, you know, sit in a nice space. It's very easy to go into spaces and sit in other people's conditions and their ideals and just do what it takes to move and to be popular and to be liked in those environments and to be one of the club and one of the team. That's also incredibly easy to do. What is really difficult to do is to actually leave your own nice sanctuary of truth and sit in another environment and expose the the kind of like the... The inconsistencies. I always say that the truth is in the inconsistencies. And since since the beginning of this process, there's been quite a few really striking inconsistencies for me. It's also shown me, again, also that, that, you know, I, I can feel sometimes that I'm too stubborn or that I'm not flexible enough or that I'm not willing to compromise. And actually, through this whole process, I have compromised an extraordinary amount. 
And I may have kept sort of pushing and questioning things, but even the page that launches on Thursday is a complete compromise. And in a way, that isn't really what matters at the end of this. What matters is the fact that I sat in the truth of it, sat in the gaps, still showed up. I'm still willing to host this space. I'm still excited to see who turns up and who's drawn to it. I will meet them all wherever they're at and whatever reason they have been drawn to it. And I was quite interested to see in the training session yesterday evening that the fear that everyone else had in the room was whether anyone would show up. And I really don't mind if only one person shows up. I, I, I don't have any measure or expectation of this process based on how many people turn up to it. I have known that there's a fundamental block on Patreon for me growing my work. And I think that through doing this process, it's, it's shown a lot of those gaps and I see why I've been struggling to grow my work on Patreon. So the reason that I was kind of was sort of chosen was because I didn't just want to grow my Patreon. And that's kind of ironic in that as sort of a requirement to join the club and to achieve. Because my point to people was, when I was creating the page, is that you're creating for something beyond yourself. You, you cre your creation has an impact in how humanity views the challenges that it faces. It's a new frame of reference. It's, it, it costs you something. It's kind of your soul on the plate. There's the whole process that I've gone through with this is what happens every time you put your work out into the world when people want to contort it and twist it. And that you have to want to show up for that for some, some greater purpose beyond yourself. And that's got nothing to do with monetization. And it's this idea for me that you're not creating as a reaction to what's taking place in the world. You, what The work that you create creates a reaction in others and creates a change. So every time I speak, every time I give my observations, every time I talk about the gaps, every time I talk about the conditioning, it makes people think. And there's often a reaction in that. There's often a very negative reaction back to me. And the whole idea was to find other like-minded souls on the planet who are experiencing that reaction and those challenges and to create a space for them that was supportive and supportive in the ways to stay in your truth and how to kind of detox and how to have self-care and how to still express yourself. And ironically, probably the bit that I most agree with is that the name has now changed to Authentic Expression Creators Club. And the authentic part and the expression part are very true, actually. It's about remaining authentic to that expression, regardless of how people treat you or what you trigger in them or what takes place for them. And in fact, being okay with triggering people, being okay with, with the demon coming out and in actually meeting your own demon, because I've experienced this too recently, where, you know, I've literally spent a portion of an evening sitting rocking in a corner with my demon talking to me and me going, this is my demon and I understand why I have fear around this and I understand that it's being projected onto, but I can 
take the power out of it. I can take my own power back and my own confidence and my own sense of believing in myself and still rock up with my truth, even though people have wanted to speak to my demon. It's okay. And so ultimately, that's what this, this club is about supporting. It's about supporting you to get through the other side when people talk to your demon. Because it's much easier to talk to your demon than it is to look at their own triggers and make their own changes. And to question the environments that have been created or the conditions that have been followed. Or to, to, to sort of portray that that you, you know, that that narrative that you have in your head that you're journeying through is a bad process. It's not a bad process. That narrative that you're journeying through is the reaction to your work. And in that is the truth of humanity. But it is so easy to get trapped and to feel that that is a bad process to go through. It's not a bad process to go through. It's a very difficult process to go through. It can be a very lonely process to go through, which is why I have now, I suppose, set aside a portion of my workspace and my time and my focus through this group and through my subscription podcast to hold a space for those people who are like me, who are trying to do this. And initially, I included some quotes the initial text photo that I included is so different to what happened with the text. And what I will do is I will put the original text into the description of the podcast so you can read it. But there were some quotes that I put in that I sort of thought, you know, these might speak to you. If we want a better world, we have to make it ourselves. That's Alice Walker it's from Taking the Arrow Out of the Heart. It was a poetry book that I found during the pandemic. It was probably the first time I found a new copy of a book by Alice Walker. And it was just the right time when I needed to read that book. And that's actually from the introduction. Progress lies in enhancing... Sorry, I'll start again. I'm not very good at reading. Progress lies not in enhancing what is, but in advancing towards what will be. And that's Cahill Gibran, who's another one of my heroes. Three things cannot be long hidden. The sun, the moon, and the truth. And that's Buddha. The breeze at dawn have secrets to tell you. Don't go back to sleep. You must ask for what you really want. Don't go back to sleep. People are going back and forth across the door still where the two worlds touch. The door is round and open. Don't go back to sleep. And that's Rumi. I read that during the height of the pandemic and it became a, a quote that formed a piece of writing for my essays and awareness at the time. I'm not interested in how people move, but what, what moves them. And that's from Pinna Bush. Seeing the film Pinna Bush 3D was one of the most groundbreaking moments in my life. It was just after I had started my own school and it was like watching my own truth on the screen. Watching her dancers speak about the process of working with her and how it gave them their true expression of themselves. She's the, that's the only time I have ever experienced anyone talking about um, a mentor or a guide or I hate the word teacher um, you know in any way to the way that I, I view working with people and how they view the process with me is the only dynamic that's ever come close to that everything must come from the heart must be lived it's been a bush and that's what I mean you must live your demons 
And it's difficult, and it's not pretty, and it's not nice. But you must live them. The things we discover for ourselves are the most important point of bush. And this is why I, I don't tell people things. I help them to find the answers within themselves. Is so much more impactful. Something you find for yourself, you never lose again. Every story I create creates me. I write to create myself. As Octavia E. Butler. I'm never the same person when I finish writing a book as the person that started it. I want to write a novel that would make others feel the history, the pain, fear that black people have had to live through in order to endure, as Octavia E. Butler. And it is, you're making people feel the pain. That's what I mean, it's not pretty. What you do creates a huge reaction. And that has consequences for you. And you need to be able to sit in your own truth and find your way through it. That's what this club is for. I don't belong on Earth. My soul is from the stars. I'm visiting this planet for a while so I can help people listen to their hearts. And that's from Nikki Rowe. I joke I'm an alien. I really don't feel from here. And I don't have a sense of needing to belong in it. And not if the conditions are too high. And I know there are many other people like me out there. And it's not... It's not a disengagement. We have to be very careful. There are so many people who disengage, and that's what I mean. Like, it would be so easy for me to leave the grit of humanity, reality, the human experience, that pain, the demons. It would be so easy to go to a space and sit in a beautiful energy and check out. But then that isn't, that isn't where you're going to integrate experience from. It isn't where you're going to create from. It isn't where you're going to do anything impactful from. It's privileged. It's precious. It's not living your truth. It's not being in your core. It's not doing what you came here to do. I truly believe that everybody comes here with their purpose. The original aim I wrote for the group was, we are only as good as our creative process. You feel physically better when you're, you transmute your ideas into creative projects, but suffer the projection for them and the impacts on others. You feel misunderstood for your difference of view, framing where you see the world from. This group is about promoting creative well-being within this expression. And it isn't going to follow any of the formats of how Zoom groups work. I've already done out the first kind of initial slides of how I see that it's like hosting a dinner party, which is how I create all of my educational spaces. There's a natural progression of trust and sharing. There's a natural honoring of respect and of difference and of background in the way that everything is held and everything is moved. There's an honesty and a simplicity and a vulnerability. And in all of that, there's always a safeness. I will include the link to join this group. The only limitation for you is that you need to have a Patreon account and that is effortless for you to set up. It's a free process. So even if you don't have Patreons yet or you've not started to post work, 
don't see that as a limitation to joining this group. Just create a Patreon account for yourself. It's a free process. And you can then start to, to create and maybe share your work that you haven't got to do that yet. So don't see that as a limitation. It's the only sort of requirement, I guess, to be able to join this club and join this process. But that is a very easy hurdle for you to jump over. And it doesn't require you to really do anything except create the account. So please do that. And if anything that I have said, if any of the, the quotes that I have said or any of, if anything, even the smallest nugget in this has spoken to you, please come and join us.